0: We did this assessment, and and we're all looking at our scores on the assessment. And I put into the chat, and I go, man, I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one who felt this way. I thought I was the only one who didn't feel strong in this area. I thought I was the only one who thought I wasn't doing good in this. No, everybody feels that way. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your military Sherpa, Mark Tilscher. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and today I just want to share a little bit with you about what I was doing last week and what I learned uh, as I did it. So last week, I got to do the very first... Leader's Garden, Command Chiefs, Resiliency, Offsite. And so Third Air Force and the folks that are running that, phenomenal organization, by the way, the folks that are running that, they brought me out there. And I got to spend about two and a half full days with all of the Command Chiefs from across Europe. Now, there was nothing else on the agenda. We didn't do uh, alignment steps. We didn't talk strategy. We literally talked resilience. And I've never seen, in all my experience, I've never seen anybody take and spend that much time just focusing on the development of their people. And, and so I went into this with a lot of preconceived notions and a lot of ideas, but I really went into it with a lot of fear. And my team knows this and my wife knows this. And you know, for me, when I get stressed, I tend to speak negatively. This is a creative trait that when we get stressed, we tend to withdraw. We go into our cave. We do idea generation all on our own. And eventually we try to come out with brilliance that's going to solve this equation and even as i was getting on the airplane the day prior i was still talking to my team about how nervous i was that this event wasn't going to go well which typically when i do an event i know that it's going to go well i control everything in the situation and, and i know what you're going to say and i know what you're going to think in many cases and i know that when i say something you're going to do something or transformation is going to happen on the other end and in this event i wasn't sure of any of those things and as I was going, even getting on the airplane, I was still worried as the day was starting and as the general was giving his opening comments, I was still nervous that the week wasn't going to go the way that I wanted it to. And then obviously, as you know, if any of you know me, as the event kicked off, like almost instantly, things were on fire. And by the end of the, the two and a half days together, like it was a, a grand slam, world class event and shout out uh, to the folks that put that on. So uh, they just killed it, by the way. And as I'm thinking back on it and, and, and thinking about everything that I learned, one of the things that I wanted to share with you is that, look, I was scared. When Chief Diaz, who's the third Air Force Command Chief, reached out to me last year and was like, could you do this thing? It was very different than what I normally do. But I said yes, because I learned from Tony Robbins, right? It's like you say yes, and then you figure out how to do it. And I had a command chief uh, or a group chief at one time who taught me that you say yes to every opportunity. No matter what it is, you just do it. And you, you show up, you do your best, people are always watching you. And so I'll never say no. If somebody gives me the opportunity to stand in front of you, in front of military members, I will never say no. I don't care what it is. If you're like, hey, can you come out and sweep the drill pad with our airmen for an hour and just hang out with them? I'm like, well, I've never done that before, but I'll do that. Hey, I swept the drill pad back in the day when I was at basic training, so must be good, must be the same, but I'll say yes before I do it. So we say yes to any opportunity. You never know what's going to happen or the impact that you're going to have on even one person. And so everything worked out. And the quote that I want to share with you today, because this is a midweek mindset the quote I want to share with you today comes from Winston Churchill. And the quote is, Victory at all costs, victory in spite of all terror, victory however long and hard the road may be. And this is from the era of, you know, the, the radio prime minister, the radio president, right? So the words were very flowy and very eloquent. But victory at all costs, victory in spite of terror, victory however long and hard the road may be. And I'll tell you this, that in your journey, no matter what task you're signing up for, no matter what it is that you're trying to do, no matter what you've been called to, you say yes. If there's a potential for impact, if there's a potential to change the life of somebody on the other side of you, you say yes and you take it. When I was a staff sergeant, I worked in executive support. And one of the things that I did at that time was I was like, give me every airman. The other staffs that I was working with, none of them wanted to supervise and the tech sergeant wanted them to specialize, which is great. And it was very effective. But I said, just give me all the airmen. I'll take every single one of them. I'll take every single challenge give them to me. And as I took them and I, I learned and I put in the hard work that eventually led me into this seat, I don't know if I'd be where I am right now if I hadn't put in the work with them at the time that I did. But it wasn't easy. It was hard. We say yes to the opportunity. We lean into the difficult. We run into the enemy gunfire. It may be tough, but at the end of the day, that victory comes through perseverance. And these are the people that we want to follow and we want to surround ourselves with. We want to surround ourselves with winners I didn't know if I was going to win, but by the end, I had several people that wanted a long-term relationship with me. Some, One of them is like, I need to move to Orlando so we could be friends. And I felt exactly the same way. Like I'm looking forward to that. And I hope that that budding friendship turns into a real-life uh, friendship if him and his family do decide to move here. And it may be difficult. It was several months of stress for me on this project, several months of working it out. And I was nervous and I was scared. And I share this with you not because uh, I want to, to bare my soul in this moment. But you all see my highlight reel. And the highlight reel is getting better and better because I'm being called and asked to do bigger and cooler things. You see the books. You see the podcasts. You read the emails. You see me on social media and LinkedIn. I'm scared too, man. I get afraid too. Standing in front of this group of 10 command chiefs, you know what? I'm nervous. I respect all of them. I still view them as my leaders, even though you know I'm probably a little bit older maybe now than some of them. My military career ended long, you know, all of these things. But I still view them as being up here sometimes, and me being down here, I was kind of terrified to do this event, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. But I persevered. And because I persevered, liberation came on the other side. Stories were shared that I won't share on this podcast. Things were said that I won't share on this podcast. But lives were changed. Relationships were forged. And I believe that they're going to be a higher functioning, highly effective team beyond anything they otherwise would have accomplished had we not spent that time And now think of the impact that's going to happen across their wings as these relationships start to build opportunity or develop into opportunity. And how we use this idea with ourselves is do something. You should always have something on your calendar, on your schedule that you're doing that scares you at least a little bit. If you don't have something that scares you at least a little bit, you're not growing. If every week you do something that scares you, if every month you have something on your calendar that scares something that is a little bit beyond what you think you're capable of, we're all battling imposter syndrome, every single one of us. We all think that we've arrived somewhere that we're not prepared for. We all think that the next job will be the job that people will discover just how incompetent we truly are. I had a great partner meeting yesterday with Giant. We did this assessment and and we're all looking at our scores on the assessment. And I put into the chat and I go, man, I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one who felt this way. I thought I was the only one who didn't feel strong in this area. I thought I was the only one who thought I wasn't doing good in this. No, everybody feels that way. There's no such thing as a courageous person. Courage is an action. We sign up to do hard things. Who's gonna lead the battalion? I'm gonna lead. Who's gonna take on all of the airmen? I'm gonna take them all on. Who's gonna do that big hard thing that nobody wants to do? I'm gonna do it. Hey, who's gonna go be the exec? Who's gonna go be the pro Joe? Who's gonna take on this challenge for this impossible person that rips everything to shreds? I'm gonna take that on. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do it with such zeal and tenacity and hard work that they're going to notice me. And I'll have a story to share. And you know what? If I fall on my face, that's where great stories come from. You're not interesting if you don't have great stories. Great stories come from failure or overcoming crazy obstacles. And then we sit around the table and we admire them. And you've been through some crazy things. Or how did you get where you are? Well, it's all of those stories. You want to be surrounding yourself with people that have good stories. Worst case, you fall on your face. It happens. You get up, you dust yourself off. In Western culture, that's perfectly fine. In our culture, we admire people that have fallen at least once. And as we start to and do, you can't give away what you don't possess. But as we do this for ourselves, we can start doing this in the lives of those that we lead. Primarily in our children. Our children need to be pushed. I took my daughter to the ropes course and she didn't want to go. And you'll only see this if we're doing it in the video, but I'll try to describe it. But if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll try to to describe what I'm doing. But I took my daughter to the ropes course and we went up to the first level, the second level. Now we're up at the highest level and there's a medium path and a hard path and my daughter wanted to go on the hard path and I'm like, are you sure? Because I can't go with you. And she's like, I'm sure, but she's my kid who's kind of a little more scared than some of the others. And I saw her and as she stepped out onto the beam, there was nothing to hold on to. And this one was the hard path. So it was swaying a little bit. And I, I saw her just grit her eyes and bite down on her chin and, and just, to just move forward. She didn't stop. And I was so excited for her. I took her to the ropes course. So that was one of the reasons we did it is I wanted to build some confidence in her. And as she was moving across and she finished and I could see the terror in her eyes and she gets back and she's like, I want to go again. And she was so full of excitement and and her hands and I mean, she couldn't contain it. Her little body couldn't contain the excitement that she had just to do hard things, to build her confidence and to build her skills and to push herself to the edge of her limits. So she knows where to grow. And if she had fallen, fine, she would have fallen and I would have been there. And I would have hugged her and picked her up and, and given her a kiss and scraped you know, her boo-boo and given her some, some neosporin, whatever she needed. And our relationship would have got stronger because of it. But what ended up happening is exactly what I thought would happen, which was she went across that finish line and she came back and she was like, I want to go again. And uh, if you talk to my kids, they might tell you I didn't go on the hard path. Don't believe them. I was rooting them on and I was, I was right there on the sideline, totally in their corner, cheering for them every step of the way. But I can't, I can't walk with them. So why, did I go, why would I have to go on that path, right? Like I, I couldn't walk beside them. So it didn't make any difference. We'll say that. Push yourself. Say yes to the things you don't want to do, especially in the military. Say yes to things that scare you. I got to be a commandant because I worked on the wing staff. I worked on the wing staff because my boss, who was in 06, I was his exec. I went into his office and he's like, I think you're the perfect person for this job. And inside, I'm like, that job's going to kill me and I'm going to fail there. That's where people like me go to die. And he's like, you're the one. And so I said, yes, sir, I'll go do that. If you believe in me, I'll do it. When people believe in you, prove them right. Prove them right. They probably see something in you that you don't see. And if you can do this and you can execute that well, you can speak with confidence when you look someone else in the eye and say, you know what, I believe in you. I think you have what it takes. I think you're the right person. Don't wait for them to raise their hand. Thrust them into the darkness. Give them a candle and then stand back ready to go. You've got night vision goggles. You see what they don't see. This is how we develop people. This is how we develop ourselves. There's something that happens neurochemistry wise when we encounter new and different. It's the only way that we grow. And so I would encourage you to say yes, to step up and to persevere through the hard things. Worst case, you get really cool stories. We want to be around people with cool stories. I'm going to close it here. We have Communicating Through Conflict coming up, uh, I believe, March 23rd, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Get out there and sign up. You need to go through this class with your team. If you haven't been through Communicating Through Conflict, it's a great class. Go out there, CommunicatingThroughConflict.com, CommunicatingThroughConflict.com. Sign up today. Uh, I'll see you at that class. It's been great. I'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher.